0: Guts,
1: check.
0: Flats.
2: check. Engine, check. check. We are go. Okay,
1: boys. On. You're listening to the Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I am Nick. I am Rachel. And I am Will. We are back at it again this week. Another great episode of wacky news and whatever else we came up with. managinery. Uh, yeah. You know, we're, we're here to have a lot of fun. I, I think that's what we try to do. You know. But uh, you guys know the drill. Every week we start off with the same old, same old. It's time for Wacky World. Wow! I don't believe
0: it. Well, there's some you don't see every day.
1: I got a story out of the UK. Rachel, I think Ha-ha. you said. I know it's another. It's another. Story. I told you. This is actually from Wales. Hmm. <laughs> okay, this is funny. I just noticed this. It says Black History is our history on Wales Online News. I thought. I mean, I think Wales is pretty white, but that's besides the, <laughs> the point. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, A a defendant in a court case was on trial. He attempted to carry out a citizen's arrest of a court judge telling him that he did not recognize his authority to place him under arrest. The judge uh, told reporters what happened, and he dramatized it. Uh, Here's the recording.
0: All nutsy
3: here, come running after me screaming, citizen's arrest, citizen's (laughs) arrest.
2: Oh, (laughs) wait. Did you say dramatized? Yes.
1: I need some clarification on the story. All right. So <laughs> Daniel Hughes uh, was in the courtroom. The Well, I guess they call it the magistrate's court over Ooh. there in England. Yeah. And he was on trial for assault. And the judge says, well, uh, well, boy, we have to take you away to prison now. And he said, I don't think so. And so then he tries to do a citizen's arrest by jumping over the desk, grabbing the judge, and tried to arrest him in court. Kind of did like a
3: reverse Whoa. card a little bit. Yeah. A little, Tried yeah. to. L- little yeah. Uno. Tried to. Yeah. And the
2: judge said, draw four.
3: <laughs> Hit him with another reverse <laughs> card. He just changed the color.
2: That's like Uno with two people. It's just reversing each other. Oh, hey, yeah.
1: good boy. You're going to prison. And he said, not if I have a thing to say about it. And then he said, you're still going to prison. Did, did his did his sentencing yeah, what change happened? at all from this from this event? Uh, no. No. <laughs> So he did he accomplished literally Actually, no, nothing. Well so his, his actual sentence wasn't changed, but he did have to serve twenty eight days in custody for contempt of court. Like that's uh, it. Yeah, so that's the fair. judge
2: said draw twenty eight.
1: Draw twenty eight days. <laughs> <laughs> he, so he was just found in contempt, which is kinda lame considering what he did. I mean if he didn't hurt him. I mean
2: what, what he, he did was about. kinda lame.
1: Lame? <laughs> I don't know. I, I would consider assaulting a judge a little more than lame. I don't know. I mean what so defines his as assault too? Well he grabbed him. <laughs> In the court. Let me tell you something, son.
3: Is he like shaking him by the collar? Yeah.
1: <laughs> now see here, old oh boy. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to go to prison. Yeah. So,
2: interesting British accent. Thing. Yeah.
1: Well. It's something. Well, it's in Wales, so they probably sound like. Yeah. Oi, laddie. Do you, do you go to Oi, prison? laddie. <laughs> they're, not, <laughs> they're not Scottish.
2: I, yeah. <laughs>
1: but have you heard Welsh? Like, you just cannot understand a word these people say. It's like they're not even speaking English. I have not That's heard.
3: That's true. That's a good point. We can't. I can't do the. I can't do the accent. But I, for those if for
1: those Wales that know, don't Look well, up guess. a Welsh
3: accent. Michael Caine. Is he Welsh? I don't think so. No, Welsh. no. He's definitely English, but he's not from. He's he's not, he's not a
1: gra- He's not from the grape juice family. <laughs> Wait, that Welsh's? Welshes. That that's Welsh. Welsh. Welsh, <laughs> Welsh, not Welsh. Welsh's. Welsh's? There's
3: a C in there. Welsh's English grapefruit.
1: Yeah, grape juice. <laughs> well, grape grape I think juice. we've uh, I, think I think we've squeezed as much as we yeah. have. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, input so, rim <laughs> shot So moving to a different fruit, um, Justin Bieber,
1: oh. you <laughs> might
2: know that he gets his peaches out of Georgia, but he also makes his own peaches, oh, and gosh. it's actually cannabis. Mm. What? Justin Bieber is breaking into the cannabis business with a new brand, weed peach, called Peaches, pre-rolled joints. That he's calling peaches. Are they flavored? Not really.
3: So, so I don't know. Besides cannabis flavored, obviously.
2: Yeah. It doesn't say. It just says that they're pre-rolled cannabis products. Seven joint packs selling for $32. Now, I don't Hold know account. much about Wait cannabis. Is that expensive? I wouldn't know. Is that expensive, Will? Maybe Will I have know. I
3: have no experience with purchasing that, so I actually don't know the going rate of a <laughs> pre-rolled <pre-ruled laughs> joint. Yeah. Uh, but what I will say it's is- It's a convenience product for can sure. Can we talk about the, the reason he picked seven per pack? Seven? Is there a reason for seven? I don't like. Think I so. It concerns me It's not an even number And not yeah. a multiple of five Or a multiple of five yeah. Or a
2: multiple of eight Because that would be exactly What's like a Marlboro Or a Marlboro pack Isn't it like 10 Or 12 no. I feel like it's more than I that I would think it's something even I the wouldn't uneven know. seven is so odd The. But- <laughs> I did not do that on purpose What's funny to me Is that Justin Bieber in the past Has like Had drug addiction issues Yeah among which were problems with marijuana. (laughs) And now we will profit (laughs) off of it. He said he tried marijuana when he was 12 or 13 and eventually grew to feel dependent on it, though he said not everyone has the same experience.
3: Wait, so he's saying that he's addicted to it.
2: Well, so he's saying, he talks about how his drug use contributed to his own mental health challenges. Drug use, including marijuana. Okay. But now he is saying that he is... Selling marijuana-labeled peaches to help with depression, and yeah, help with mental health in general.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
2: But some studies have concluded it can worsen outcomes. Yeah, um, I mean
3: that's that's how it always is. It's per nice.
2: the Justin Bieber example. Yeah.
1: You know what else worsens mental health? Listening the to Justin Bieber. The fact that it doesn't
3: have t- like an even number. Oh, yeah,
1: I was gonna say just listening to Justin. I mean, Bieber. that's
3: fair. T- he has some. He's not baby. Okay, that's his old stuff's pretty cringe, but his new stuff is. Is tolerable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say I tolerable. think the he album has, with some beaches. Beaches, Maybe I mean, if
2: you're smoking some weed, it's <laughs> it's it's decent like workout music. You know, <laughs> like that you listen to different music when you're working out. You're not as I like, listen to show tunes to when I work yeah. out. Yes,
3: I'm a fan of Hello, Mo-
1: my baby. Hello, my honey.
3: Or a little bit of Mozart during you know squat session. Yeah, yeah, <clears> that works.
1: All right. Well, what do you got?
3: You guys know the tale of Jonah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that. <gasps>
2: Yes, I saw Rachel this. Rachel knows. This
3: <laughs> so uh it, it it's real. Yes. Uh, the crazy thing is, uh, according to Cape Cod Times, uh-huh. which of course this would happen in Cape Cod. They make great right. potato chips, but they come out with even better whale stories. Apparently, yeah. A man who was a uh, he was a lobster diver. Uh, he got swallowed. Uh huh. Well, not swallowed. He got trapped in a whale's mouth while diving for lobsters. So the uh-huh. what happened was the whale thought, well, he was kind of near a school of fish. And the whale obviously, like their eyesight isn't that great, Um, and they're also very large. in humans, (laughs) you know, right? It's like running into a very small squirrel for a human, I guess. And uh, he got chomped by a whale. Okay. He first thought it was a shark (laughs) because he was in the mouth, and then realized there were no teeth and Ah. thought, "Wait a minute, this is a whale. I'm in a whale." It's a toothless shark. Yeah. So he got like a broken. He he broke his leg a uh, bunch of like bruising and stuff which uh-huh. he got mm-hmm. hit by a whale so yeah. i'm not surprised right, right uh but he's doing okay now um and apparently he was almost swallowed by a humpback whale Ooh, wait, wait. <laughs> so this guy is from wales too
1: <laughs> is he really
3: <laughs> no, no, no i'm just no saying. he's oh, from he's from cape cod
1: that was bad. which is
3: on the other whole other <laughs> no, but part now of like, he's
2: <laughs> from
1: she,
3: he came out of a whale.
1: Right. Well, if you live Bup, in Cape Cod, watch out, because God's going to come smite Cape Cod. <laughs> Do you think they're going to
3: say that whale went rogue and they're going to have to, like, like sharks? You know, they say, oh, <laughs> put the, him, the shark put her went down. rogue. <laughs> <know>? <laughs> they're going
1: to hire some crazy drunk guy who scratches his finger on chalkboards. Like, I'll get
3: your whale. And then he proceeds to bite the ship in half, and then mm-hmm. he he dies, too, in right. effort. And but, then air tank.
2: wait, but Jonah wasn't from Nineveh he went to Nineveh so the question is where was this guy going because that's what God's gonna smite not Cape Cod because that's where he's from
1: it's a mystery you're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM now our next guest we've had many guests on the show but none as unique as this our next guest is known by many names he is the beast from the east the man on the mountain the saucy sage please help me to welcome to the show, the magnificent Khalib al Ramet. Khalib, thank you for joining us.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: <laughs> now, Khalib is a sage, and uh, how, how are you speaking to us today with your powers?
0: I'm calling you from a payphone in Captain Andrew that only takes a penny.
1: Now, now, Khalib, you are, as we have said, a sage, a, a very saucy sage, and I have in my hand uh, <laughs> now, now, Khalib, I I have in my hand six envelopes, the contents of which were known only to our unpaid intern, and the secret of the contents of these envelopes was buried with him this morning following an unfortunate hacky sack accident. Now, only you and you alone, in your divine and mystical way, can tell us the answer to the questions posed by these envelopes. Are you ready for the challenge, Khalib the Magnificent?
0: I think. But
1: yes. I have in my hand the first envelope. I am holding it up to the microphone to send the mystical power. You can sense it through the fiber optic cable. Now, Kalib, what is the first envelope?
0: Yes, I can feel it. <laughs> the answer you're looking for is Chef Boyardee.
1: Chef Boyardee. Let's open the first envelope. Chef Boyardee. What 16th century Italian said it is better to be feared than loved?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: The answer was correct, Khalib. You are 1-0. and 0. All right. I have the second envelope. What does the second envelope say, Kalib?
0: Mm, the answer is Sun Tzu, Mao, and Mark Milley.
1: Sun Tzu, Mao, and Mark Milley. Name the three greatest generals in Chinese history. (laughs) Okay. Wow. You are 2 0. Another perfect answer. Oh, Khalib. The effervescent one. (laughs) Now, the third envelope, please, Khalib.
0: You're looking for three answers to this one, and they are snap, crackle, and pop.
1: Snap, crackle, and pop. Name Columbus's three ships. Perhaps I did it again. Perhaps a little weak but correct. <laughs> <laughs> now, the fourth envelope, please.
0: A romantic date night with Amy Schumer.
1: A romantic date night with oh, Amy oh, Schumer.
0: Beautiful.
1: With what did the CIA replace waterboarding? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
1: oh no, we went for the yeah. Khalid the Magnificent went for the jugular in that most excellent display of prowess. (laughs) Unfortunately,
0: unfortunately in my travels, I've had the the misfortune of experiencing this.
1: Now, the fifth envelope.
0: The snack that smiles back.
1: The snack that smiles back. What do cannibals call happy people? (laughs) Oh my my goodness, you are nearly perfect.
0: That one first hand.
1: <laughs> were you on the giving or receiving end?
0: Well, I he's still to say, here. Just it was more pleasant
1: than a date night with Amy Schubert. <laughs> <laughs> the, were, were, were you the dish or the diner? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's still here, so. All right. I haven't. <laughs> oh my goodness! I have in my hand the final envelope, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Kaleeb, what does the final envelope say? Malaysia Flight 370 and the Detroit Lions. Name a plane wreck and a train wreck. (laughs) Khalib, the Magnificent, you are 7 and, oh, a perfect score, sir.
2: Where did we get the 7th? Hold on. I'm
0: running out of pennies. One second. (laughs) Okay, we're good.
1: You have bought some more time on the mystical line out of Kathmandu. Now, Khalid, you are also a sage. You are very wise, and we have some life questions that we would like uh, to pose to you. Uh, I will go first. something that has just been burning in my mind for a very long time. The question is, is O.J. guilty? (laughs) The answer to this one should be obvious. Yes,
0: of course. He's guilty of rushing for 11,000 yards and 76 touchdowns.
2: All right, I've got another question. What is the best way to end a relationship?
0: In my experience, I think there's only one answer. Vehicular homicide. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Vehicular
0: homicide?
3: <laughs> All right. Khalib, will I be rich? <laughs>
0: uh, Kaleeb is not my answer for this question. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh,
0: no. Oh, man. Okay.
1: Khalib, what should I do about my bad breath?
0: Uh, well, if I were you, I would start an extermination business.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: a little fumigation.
2: All right, I want you to expand yeah. out a bit. What is preventing world peace?
1: I'd say in
0: the Peace Corps. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, Khalib, what is the proper procedure for making a PB&J sandwich?
0: Manage. <laughs> everywhere.
3: Would you rather fight one duck the size of a horse or a hundred horses the size of a duck? Well, an ancient Chinese proverb goes, uh, many strings, strength comes in numbers, and many ropes in
2: a, a string with a lot of uh, ropes and a string with uh well, strength comes in numbers, so one duck the size of a horse. <laughs> I think you need more pennies, Caleb. <laughs> Oh, you mean Kalib? Yes, yeah, my bad, my bad.
1: Oh, your gracious one, now, Kalib.
2: Forgive me. <laughs>
0: never, I never forgive.
1: Oh, Kalib, the spherical one. What will be the downfall of modern? Oh, Kalib, your your eminence. What will be the downfall of modern society? Do you have an answer? Twinkies. (laughs) Twinkies. You heard it first, ladies and gentlemen, from the magnificent Khalib Alarmet that Twinkies will be the fall of modern society. Now, Khalib, before you leave us to go back to your ways, your meditation, whatever it is you do on that mountain. Do you have any last words of wisdom before you depart? Yes.
0: Always wear hiking boots when going up
1: hills. <laughs> You heard it here first. Always wear hiking boots when going up hills. You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. We would like to thank again the beast from the east, the man on the mountain, the saucy sage, Khalib Allermatt, for gracing us with his presence today. You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. And to wrap up the show today, I think it's time we take a page from The Loft Crime Files.
0: The story you are about to see is true. The names have been changed
1: to protect the innocent. We have a couple of true crime stories. We will not be changing the names or protecting the innocent. (laughs) uh just interesting things going on. i saw this is unrelated to what we we're talking about but i saw that they think that they have a new lead on the zodiac killer after like all these years like those files stay open like the the fbi has been hunting for the zodiac killer for months and months and months or not even that years decades right mm-hmm. and they think they're gonna find this brian laundry guy yeah they're gonna let dogs bound here come show him up talk about that last week anyway so <laughs> oh yeah uh first story i want to talk about u.s Marshals. Find and clear the L.A. Dodgers fan who resembled fugitive John Ruffo or Rufo. So there's a guy named John Ruffo who is one of the 15 most wanted men in America. He stole uh, over $30 million from a bank, and then he had a court date or his sentencing sort of thing, and he just disappeared off the face of the earth. And they've been searching for him Whoa. for decades, mm-hmm. honestly. Like some Danny Ocean stuff. Yeah, he was going to serve. Uh, yeah, he stole uh, from an ATM and a bank. He had a 17-year prison term, cool. and he just blew the coop. What? And some person, uh, who probably should have been minding their own business, was watching a L.A. Dodgers game, and they see someone behind home plate who they think is John Root, like, resembles this Uh John Ruffalo uh person. And they say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ruin this guy's life. Citizens (laughs) arrest. (laughs) Citizens (laughs) arrest. Citizens arrest. And so they call the FBI and say, hey, I think I found your guy. (laughs) And so the FBI was like, they, they tracked this poor guy down. Wow. And they don't give his name, which is, I mean, honestly, good on... You know, whoever wrote this for for not could be John Rufo. <laughs> it could have been. Uh, so they go in there and they they have to get prints and everything and birth certificate. And he wasn't the guy who he thought he was but, okay. But you know what motivated this person to call on the phone? They were listening to a true crime podcast and then uh, about this case. And then they saw um, the dude on TV. Yeah. And then they were like, "I I, think I I just busted I busted the case wide open
3: in fifteen minutes after watching yeah. true exactly. crime. I
1: didn't even leave my house. The they do have the pictures and uh. They do look very similar, I, I will admit. Okay, I yeah. would have, I mean, if I didn't mind my own business professionally, sure. I would probably call the cops and be like, hey, I think yeah. i yeah.
3: I wonder if this guy's got an accomplice. Cause Cause the robber guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's his name? Rufo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you said he just
2: Vanished. disappeared.
3: Yeah. Before, he, that's, that doesn't just happen. Like, right. That's, that's not easy.
1: Maybe he was raptured.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we're all in big trouble.
3: Uh-uh. That would maybe, be that'd maybe. be really bad. But I just I think about that kind of stuff. Like moving like getting out yeah. that smooth. Yeah. You need spont- someone to like clean up the tracks. Yeah.
1: Spontaneous human combustion, maybe.
3: Oh. Well, you would would you get like you get some scorch marks, right?
1: Yeah, but like what if he was I don't know. It, it's a crackpot theory. Anyway, so the, the next The next story. <laughs> most true crime podcasts are anyway. Yeah, that's fair. The next story on the loft crime files. We have the Elizabeth Holmes trial. Elizabeth Holmes was the founder of this company called Theranos, which was supposed to be like the next big Silicon Valley boom thing. It was like an at-home test kit, and what it would do is it would take a prick of your blood oh. and would test you for a litany of different illnesses and whatever, like you know, going back to like risk of cancer, all sorts of like wacky like 23
3: stuff. Like Twenty Three and Me, just diseases. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And and so she uh, turned out to be a, a bit of a con artist. Oh. And. Uh, stole I mean millions and millions of dollars from investors and now she's on trial and I think it's kind of funny so the her trial has been delayed because of COVID and everything and it's finally they're at the process where they are selecting jurors for the trial you know and so you go through and then you gotta you know pick and choose the jurors and test to make sure that they are suitable for the trial don't have conflict of interest whatever well we have one juror who uh, today, actually, was excused from the Elizabeth Holmes trial due to religious beliefs. And, I mean, this woman, you're on trial, right? You're asked to be a juror on a trial for a massive fraudster and con man, and you cite religious reasons for not wanting to serve on that jury. What, like, the Church of Satan? You're like, you know, I actually agree. I I believe in theft. I I would not vote to make her guilty.
3: Yeah. Did they... Well, if you really religious... agreed,
2: wouldn't you want to be on the jury to vote? Ah, uh, maybe. i guilty.
1: But what he if... Doesn't want to judge, maybe? Well, yeah, well, act- so... The, the, the real
2: thing is that she's Buddhist. Yeah.
1: And and it would give her anxiety to make this person guilty, to, wait, wait, to wait, say wait. she's guilty. Yeah. She... And to turn her over to the law.
2: She's told the cur- court that she had become anxious anticipating how Holmes would be punished <laughs> by the government if she were to find Holmes y- guilty. You know,
1: you know what she could have tried? Citizens Arayist
3: Arayist Arayist uh, mm. uh Hmm Interesting That's not what I was expecting um, Is there some sort of like Buddhist precedent That you're not supposed no. to accuse Other people of things I have no
1: idea
2: mm. She just said So I practice for compassion You know For <laughs> loving and forgiveness <laughs> but,
1: but, hmm. but what about compassion For all the people Who got uh, yeah. Swindled uh, By well. this femme fatale Fascinating Yep Juror number four
3: All right Well, number four no more. Yeah, Yeah. they'll find a new number four. On to someone else, I guess. Yep. Mm.
1: There was a hilarious SNL sketch where, so, you know, there were two OJ trials, right? There was the criminal and then the civil trial. Yep. And there was a hilarious sketch because you have to find someone who has no knowledge of the first OJ trial because that would color their perception of him in the second oh, yeah. trial. And it was like, oh, my word. They they, had, they unfroze a caveman from like a glacier to, to serve on the jury because he would have no idea wow. about the OJ criminal trial. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
2: Are you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God
3: yes this segment just gets better and better <laughs> that's right no way he was like three thousand years old
1: yeah He's like
2: Captain America stuff
1: <laughs> yeah they unfroze Captain America he served on the jury
2: did you think I believed
1: you they took uh, Walt For Disney's moment, yes they you know they took Walt Disney's frozen head out and they used that to serve on the jury
3: oh they've taken his head out already I thought he was still on, uh, still on ice.
1: Well, they brought him out for the trial, but then they put him Disney back on
3: out. Disney on ice? Ah, Disney on... <laughs> D- <laughs> Dis- <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that.
1: You've been listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. We'll be back next week. Again, we always have the live shows Tuesday at 3 p.m. Also, this broadcast Friday at 8 in the morning. Also, follow us YouTube, Instagram at The Loft 1017. We'll see you guys next week.